0: Hey everybody, welcome to Renewing the Center. My name is Chris McDaniel, and yes, still a little bit under the weather. Uh, Glad to have you with us today. Um, Here at Renewing the Center, we look at the daily lectionary in the Anglican Book of Common Prayer and choose a reading with a heart to see what the Lord would have to say to us. And so today, we're going to be looking at a portion of Genesis 3. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden, At the time of the evening breeze, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me the fruit of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this now that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent tricked me, and I ate. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, I pray that you would help us to hear and see truth in your word. Lord, I pray that we would, um, as we sit with these words at the very beginning of our Bible, God, I just ask you to meet with us. I ask you to speak truth. Not only truth about us, but truth about you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I just prayed about truth, and I just want to say I believe this passage today picks up in the middle of the most true story ever told. And I don't care what you believe about talking snakes in a mystical garden located somewhere in the Middle East. Um, This story hits the nail on the head. The Bible is not a science book it's a book about God and it's a book about people and if you can hear it if you can see it this story will read you it will tell you things about God and it'll tell you things about you my conviction is that after we spend a few minutes in this you are going to um, see the profound and powerful truth in uh, these first words these first words in our in our Bible Um, regardless of whether you can wrap your head around talking snakes or not. So what's occurred before this moment? Humans have been given, according to the story, freedom. uh, Freedom to flourish within certain boundaries. We're told that there is an adversary who comes into the story, a talking snake, if you will, who comes to introduce a question. The question is, did God really say? That adversary sows just a little bit of doubt a hint of a question around whether the boundaries for these first people had truly fallen in pleasant places. And so what the adversary does, and I would argue that this is what the adversary continues to do, is points to something just outside your reach and says, did God really say you couldn't have that? So humans early, early, early on in the story step outside the limit that God had given to them. God had said, you can eat of all the trees, but there's this one tree that I don't want you to have. So they take something from that tree. They take something that was not meant for them. And this just gets me to thinking about my own life. What is it about us? Why do we tend to always want things that are just beyond our reach? I think actually this instinct is born out of scarcity. Scarcity tells me I may miss something if I don't have everything. So what happens to these first humans? What happens when they eat, we're told that their eyes are opened. And what that means essentially is that shame enters the story of humanity. They see their nakedness, which had always been there. And yet now they hide, they hide from one another, they hide from God. And I would submit to you that we humans have been hiding ever since. Nakedness in this story equals vulnerability. And the truth of the matter is we humans are vulnerable it's just who we are it's hardwired into who we are it's how we're made it's the nature of our souls to need to express vulnerability to be expressed in finitude and so when the first humans when their eyes were opened they began to be ashamed of their vulnerability so what did they do what does god do i think these are very important questions if vulnerability is a non-negotiable how do we respond to vulnerability and then how does god respond to that vulnerability So here's what gets us to our passage for today. Number one, God comes looking for humans, as he's always done and will always do. We're told at the time of the evening breeze, God comes. He approaches people. He pursues them. He is to be with them. That's his habit. That's his instinct. And Genesis 3 actually paints a very powerful picture of God's instinct toward us as humans. His instinct is to move toward us, to want to be with us to stroll, if you will. So what happens when God comes? Our passage tells us that people hide, not only from one another, but also from God. And so the first question asked in the Bible is asked by God to people, where are you? People hide and it hurts to hide. The second question that God asks in the Bible is posed to us, who told you That you were naked. What have you believed? Who are you listening to? Essentially, is what God's saying. And I think that question, where are you, is a question that God puts to us again and again as we live our lives. Where are you? What's happening in you? Maybe it's a good question for you to consider right now. As I think about my life, as I think about what's happening in my life, in my world, where am I? The third thing we see in this passage is that sin causes us to blame. The man blames the woman, the woman blames the devil. And this is one of the ways that we deal with shame is we blame. And if you think about it in that way, the idea of people hiding and blaming, doesn't that describe humanity right now? Doesn't that describe our own instincts, our base instincts? So how do we deal with shame? Well, the early story tells us, using, I think, some beautiful imagery, how humans tend to deal with shame. We make clothes. The first humans make clothes out of fig leaves, so clothing that does not last, just to cover their nakedness, to cover their embarrassment. But then God makes clothes. Early in our Bible, we're told that God makes them clothes out of animal skins. Now, prior to this and the story that we're told in Genesis no animal had died. There was a sense of total harmony. Sin disrupted that harmony. And then to cover shame, permanently to cover shame, God kills an animal. The first sacrifice in the animal world was an animal killed to create skins to cover human beings' vulnerability and shame. Now, I don't know. I don't have it on... um, 100% good authority, but my gut tells me it was probably a lamb of some kind that was the first animal to lay down its life. Sheepskin, a prefiguring of what is spoken of regarding Jesus as the lamb who takes away the sins of the world. Here's what I want to invite you to consider. Where is God inviting you to see the sin in your life and to recognize that you can't cure heal, solve. You can't erase the vulnerability. Only he can do that. I believe that a story like Genesis is actually an invitation for us to look at our lives and also to see that God, when he looks at our lives, has something to say, something he wants to do, which is to move toward us and to bring healing and covering. So where do you need that today? God bless you.